So the good news is that it's Friday. Yes. But maybe, just maybe, that isn't enough good news for you. Maybe it's been one heck of a week. Maybe you're just ready to get things going. Maybe you just need for a mental break for your sanity to just call it and take the three-day weekend. Yes. AJ and McCall at VFX. All right, so you're playing hooky. Here's the concern. Well, how good of a hooky can you play if you get, like, stuck? If you're stuck inside, you know, it serves its purposes, but... Does it really help if you, you know, you want to take the day off? It's still, you know, go out and get something done. Go out and do something fun. Go out and get something to eat. I just want to go out and go take a nap. See, from a call, being at home, easy. Very unlikely you're going to get busted if you decide to just take a sick day, take naps all day. Yep. Very unlikely someone's going to wander on by from work and be like, McCall not even sick. She's taking a nap. How dare she? See, but even then, it's like, oh, she could be sick. It's true. It's a See? good cover. You just never know. You just never know. It's true. You go to the mountains. Also a good choice. That being said, if you get caught out and about, doesn't mean you necessarily can be punished by your work for it. Really? There's a guy in England who called in sick, and then someone from work caught him hanging out at a bar later that day. He was fired because of it. And he said, nay, nay, nay. Take it to this court. The judge ruled, because it doesn't specifically say you can't spend a personal day out at a bar, he won. He got a bunch of money for wow. it. So I don't know how familiar everybody is with their rules, but I'm going to take a shot in the dark here, ah, pun intended, ah. and say that it doesn't specifically list in a lot of employee handbooks cannot take sick days at the bar. Hmm. That's Maybe. interesting. Right? I mean, sure, loophole, but also it's like, really, bud? Like, really? Well, see, I, I sort of get it, but at the same time, to me... Yeah, yeah, you should save, I guess, your sick days for when you actually need them. But also, you're entitled to those days. For sure. It does, you don't have to explain what you're doing. I mean, literally anywhere outside of America, if you just take your days, it's not a big deal. It's just, hey, I'm taking time off. Okay, great. It's no, not, no. hey, I'm going to take time off because I have to go to the doctor and I have to justify it and I have to do all of these things. No, it's just, hey, I'm taking the day off. It's, okay, That's, great. Cool. That's the lesson right there. Good for you. And of course, there's always the caveat that you just you just needed a mental day. Yep. Kind of hard to dispute that. I'm not saying anybody should take advantage of that because obviously they're, especially coming out of the pandemic, there's plenty of people dealing with plenty of mental issues. But I mean, something that I think generally a lot of people still overlook mm -hmm. or look down upon someone saying, look, I just, I needed a day to get away. I needed a fiver for my mental sanity. Yeah. But yeah, no, what McCall said, totally true. And so it worked out. Not only that guy uh, win his lawsuit, you got a bunch of money. I'm assuming he gets his job back. Oh, and yeah. uh, one of the caveats I think I would ask the judge for is like, yeah, can I get a few more sick days out of that? Yeah, <laughs> probably so. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, we talked about hangries just a little bit because it, it was in Florida not. And then we tried to figure out when McCall got the closest to punching people in the face because of angry kind of close that yeah. being said a ranking was done of the hangry estates and how could it be one that's fake how's Ugh. that possible mm. we decided yesterday you don't want to mess with mccall when she's hangry because she's come way too close way too many times to definitely inflicting maybe just a little bit of violence on someone because well hangry being the motivating factor to push her to act yeah aj mccall at vfx we also found out i'm related to the physical embodiment of hangry correct Ranking was done, ironically enough, about the hangriest states in the United States. And number one is Maine, which doesn't make sense to me. How can a fake state be number one? 
I guess everybody's just fueled with rage there. <laughs> I guess it's just a rage-filled land. There's like four people there. How can nobody goes? Possibly <laughs> They go and they just do not have a good time. <laughs> I got punched in the face earlier today because I wanted a sandwich. Ten out of ten would not recommend going to Maine. What do you want? Your sandwich? What do I look like? Your mother? Make it yourself. That's basically Wham! it. Oh my gosh! Ow! I've been wrecked. I think it's worth noting that uh, this area of the United States well represented as well because in the top ten, Montana finished ninth hangriest. Fair. Idaho finished fifth hangriest. Idaho, guys, come on! What y'all doing? Where's Utah at? Somewhere in the middle, I believe. What, that confuses me. Why Why those states? Because, like, I, I guess if you said the more rural area, they're, so 15th angry, so not in the middle. Okay. Well, actually, the Pacific Northwest is terrible. It's probably just because, like, everybody's out hiking, and so they're exerting their they energy, just, and they just don't plan. They just we just don't plan Ah, we well. didn't bring trail mix. No! I'm so hungry. Time to start punching people. You gotta eat the bark. Eat the bark. <laughs> That's the dumbest <laughs> suggestion ever. <laughs> That's what happens. That is a live look at what happens on 95% of hiking trips, according to the McCall Taylor. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. They throw punches. I just, Utah, like, if you said the more rural areas, okay, sure, because I'm sure it's based on, like, how close you have access to fast food places or whatever, but... Also, I to to give credit to this part of the country, I feel like survival instincts are slightly higher than the other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm gonna be honest. Unlike me, who's from further, way further east, and a sissy, I feel like planning and you know being prepared for that, or I don't know, heaven forbid, oh, we better catch our own food or something. I just assume there's more kind of general survivor skills. Don't be wrong. I'm not saying you're bear grills while everyone else is like me. But I figured out here in this area specifically, there'd be a little bit more working knowledge of that. Yeah. But no, it's hangry. That might explain the driving. I got to be honest. Yeah, I think it does. If you're hangry, there's no way you're making right decisions while driving. Yeah. Where's California on this list? Because now I'm curious because if they're like higher up on the list, then yeah, totally. Top, top five least hangriest. No. They just have too much food in their hands when they're driving. They have so much food everywhere. Yeah, they got their knees on the wheel because they got nachos over here next to the the shifter. And they've got got a a whole pizza laying up on the dashboard. That's what their issue is. Yeah. So maybe it's not bad driving in this part of the country. Maybe it's just everybody's freaking hungry. Everyone's mad. Huh. Reasonable. Reasonable. We might have solved this. Wow. I'm so proud of us. Look at us. Wow. Who says you can't get things done on a Friday? All the solutions. This may surprise some people, but uh, McCall and myself, we're not always the cool kids. No. And so we decided, to, we've always, we always known that we wanted to be a representative of that, but we decided to take it a step further. I mean, McCall and I have made no bones about the fact that we were 100% not the cool kids growing nope. up. Nope. Mm-mm. And so the the challenge that was accepted for this month was I was going to write a letter to the weird kids, which I did. I, uh, the video that's up on Utah's VFX and on our Instagram for AJ McCall is a snippet of it. The whole thing is shared as well. The whole letter itself is shared in the caption yeah, or whatever. But, you know, I figured we'd further drive that home because this this is hashtag weird kids summer. Yes, it because is. Because we are weird kids. Yeah. Growing up, it was just always what it was, and it was like, hmm, they're really weird, and then it was fine, because 
I mean, I'm now it's fine. Now it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, my prime example would be uh, when I was in middle school, I was acquaintances enough with some of the uh, football players that I knew them, um, and they knew me by name at least. And the, whatever that was the that so to, I got to put this in time frame. I was in middle school. Oh, what would it have been? 2000 to 2003, I think, because I started high school in 2003. So I was okay. in it for three years. And they frosted their tips. That was the thing. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Everybody did. And I wanted to do that. But I have dark, dark, dark brown hair. Copper. <laughs> Not easy to do. Right. So instead, we the compromise that we made with my, my stepmom was that I was going to bleach my hair. Here's the problem. I didn't find this out until I started working with McCall because I really haven't done anything with my hair since that whole fiasco. I did it for three straight years. Seventh, eighth, and freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. You don't take care of it. Right. You don't wash it with cold water. Yep. You don't get purple shampoo. Yep. It changes colors. Yep. And so mine would turn yellow. Yep. And then people would call me mustard head and it felt great. Just awesome. because you got a nickname. I remember trying to give myself nicknames like when I was younger. Oh, don't get me started. It was the worst. Cause like I had friends who they would like call their crushes like nicknames. They would have like special nicknames, you know? Like yeah. hot tamale was one. Um, I don't remember the rest of them, but I remember yes. that I remember no, specifically thing. that one. No, you're not wrong. I I did the same thing because I thought it was that and sweet. Like I uh, oh, oh gosh, I thought I was going to be really it creative, and so I called them rocks. So it was not rocks. That was no, not I, it. I can think of a few. There's a desert rose. There's Spanish rose. A lot of roses. Uh, <laughs> AJ's all about the roses. Got it. <laughs> I mean, again, I was in band. McCall was in choir. I liked Yu-Gi-Oh. There's okay. So in in my march for my marching band every year, the the band mom, she was the secretary for the year, the administrative assistant for the band department. She did everything. Mm-hmm. She was really the one running the show. But she would film us all year, and at the end we'd get a video, right? And they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Here's all the things that happened this year." I kid you not, on my Junior year marching band high school video. There is a extended. It's like twenty five seconds, which is a long time to watch yourself on video. Clip of me acting out how Halo multiplayer works with my friends. I'm still to this day so upset that that is on that video because it is so stupid. You know, I remember when I was going into my uh, middle school at one point. I wanted to be like the cool kids. We were going to be in ninth grade, which Box Elder Middle School, that's oh, the me. that's the top tier, right? Because you have eighth and ninth grade. So I was like, obviously, we have to go in here and we have to be wearing the exact same outfits. And so I talked to my friends and I was like, we're going to wear pink and white. And I remember specifically saying, we're going to wear pink and white because then everybody's going to know because I thought the school was like a movie, right? Who shows up in pink and white on the first day of school? Me. Just me. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally in charge of things. But looking back, I'm like, mm, great. She's crazy. <laughs> AJ and McCall define themselves as weird kids. We didn't we didn't become cool. We just caught the opportunity to have a platform to share. And it is our responsibility, in my opinion, to continue to be a voice for the weird kids. Kids that were picked on. Kids that were uh, like things a little bit unusual and afraid to talk about it. Kids that are just a little bit different and catch crap for just being them. So as long as the AJ and McCall show exists... On the internet, on the radio, it will continue to be that. Yep. So weird kids, be proud of who you are. Someone who wishes they had owned their weirdness just even a little bit more and is someone who still identifies as a weird kid.
Yeah, I want to reemphasize that. I definitely still don't. Like, I don't think of myself as not a weird kid now. Right. I just think of myself as someone who has owned my weirdness and is still happy to do so, but also kind of knows how to operate in the professional setting occasionally. Yeah. That's that's loosely based. I think anyone that knows you be like, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, gosh. Sometimes you just need to know, oh, thank goodness. Even oh. though I feel like a trash bag, there's somebody doing it way worse than I am. <laughs> Today is the perfect example with Florida or not, by the way. Haven't sunk under the lowest of bars quite yet. Uh. <laughs> AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services, Florida or not. Three headlines, please. Story number one, we got a guy who badly burned. He was badly burned after his wife set him on fire while he was trying to sleep because they'd been talking about getting a divorce. So can that can that just be a rule that like don't set just, people well that would be a good rule too i was gonna say don't mess with with people while they're sleeping because yeah. you're going from like generally a pleasant time like nobody's like unless you're having a nightmare nobody's like ah oh, sleep this sucks this is the worst and then you're on fire like yeah. it's literally from one great thing to a terrible thing. hey i'm with you i think it's a great idea then we've got headline number two some guy who had a gunshot wound claimed yeah i thought it was just a bee sting okay I no. have not been shot, but mm. no, no, there's no way. Absolutely not. And then we've got story number three. A pantsless woman walked into a store and then told the police. Yeah. That other cop, he told me it was fine. What? No, he didn't. I doubt it. No, I, ma'am. I really do. I really do doubt it. He did not. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> Let's see if we get McCall to tell the story of someone who had to, to deal with the, the no, no shoes, no pants, no sir, whatever the rule oh, was. My no gosh. shirt, no service. Yep. She has to tell that story. It's the best. First, though, let us get through these stories. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that are dumb that happen on the Integra Financial Services Florida. Not, but look, look, we all know the rules. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Yep. That's that's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's in songs. It's in shows. It's on signs. We all know it. I mean, it's more of like a 90s thing, but yeah, totally. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, granted, they showed up pantsless, but I feel like that's implied as well, like... Nobody wants to see your business. No. There's no excuse to just wander in and then have a, such a terrible excuse, which is featured this Florida. Not right, Dee Dee? I can't think of anything on top of my head. Exactly. Good. Exactly. Good. Plus, we all want to hear McCall's story, but first, let's get through Florida or not. Okay, so we got story number one. A guy was badly burned after his wife set him on fire. Now, according to this situation i guess they were talking about getting a divorce earlier she had believed her husband had poisoned her chicken wings so she was like yep i'm gonna set you on fire now wow they say that they have been uh walking on eggshell walking on eggshells he says for several months around his wife and i i don't blame him i mean at this point where she set him on fire yeah his instinct was correct yeah so there was so he he didn't poison her no. chicken wings. No, he didn't. He just made her chicken wings. That's a huge leap. I know. To be like, he poisoned me. Well, that's it. Time to fight uh, poison with fire. We're gonna the classic saying. Everybody knows that one. So there's story one. Story number two. Some guy showed up to a hospital on Sunday with a gunshot wound in his hand. He claimed I thought it was just a bee sting. So um no. Cops didn't buy there's, it. There's like no way. No. Cops didn't buy it. Kept questioning him. He eventually said he shot himself in the hand while he was cleaning his gun, which sucks. Um, anyway, they're they're still not sure if that's even true. Couldn't, so couldn't come up with the bee sting, really. It's a bee I've, sting. I've been Sorry. stung by a bee. I, I don't. No, not one part of my brain, even in the panic of being stung, was like, "Oh my gosh, I bet this is what getting shot feels like." Right. Nowhere. 
So Nowhere. he's facing charges for providing false information to the police. I feel like if he, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like if he had just gone in and been like, hey, this is what happened, there'd be less issues. I just, I don't know though. I don't know. There's story two. And story number three, 21-year-old drunk woman walked into a gas station bathroom, out of a gas station bathroom, excuse me, with no pants uh, or anything else on last oh Thursday. When the cops asked, um, why are you half naked? She said, oh, the other cop told her it's totally fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> It's just the best. What, no, what? Like, so she's implying what? that there's another cop just somewhere in the story? Is that what she's saying? Because that also sounds to me, yeah. based on what you described it, that's also just flat out not true. Yeah. She said, no, the other, that other police officer said that it's fine. Oh, your boss said it was cool. See ya. Cashier, <laughs> cashier called the cops when they, when she walked in. And that's why they were there when she came out of the bathroom. Oh, so the so, like, nope, clock this weirdo. There were, two, there were two cops there. So she had pointed out the one other cop that was like, oh, yeah, he, there. Yeah, he told me it was they, fine. As if they didn't I'm come sure, together. Could you even yeah. imagine? I'm sure that guy was like, what? What? No, what? I obviously didn't. I've never seen this. Hi, one. bud. Good gosh. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Didi, story one, two, or three. Which one do you think is from Florida? I'm kind of going three. Like, it's so insane that it has to be, right? It's 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 lazy. So yeah, by the by the sheer laziness, it's definitely crazy. Because why? What like what, the, the cops aren't going to get together? And be like, hey, did you tell her? No, no, I didn't. Well, she said you did. So I don't, we got to find out. She doesn't have pants on, and we don't need the liar, liar pants to fire defense to defeat us. So I mean, I don't know who 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 do I trust here? The guy that's that I came with that's in the police force, or that person who has no pants at a gas station, which. Has a whole set of questions attached to it itself. Yep. Tough call. Uh, yeah. After making all those jokes, it feels good. It feels good. Let's go with story number three. But call. Is it number three? It is. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've got you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line and we'll grab some info from you. Oh, wow. What? Look, I don't know. Comfort. I got it. Sure. I guess confidence. Sure. Good for you. But like, it's a level of confidence I will never have in my no, life. No offense to gas stations. Don't be wrong. Like Maverick's great, right? We, sure. we all agree Maverick's kind of the gold standard for totally. cleanliness and all that. But like, it's still a gas station. Yeah. There's a lot of foot traffic that comes through there and camping and truck drivers like, yeah, ugh, mm-hmm. naked hard pass. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Didi. She wins Florida, not on VFX. Now the moment everybody wanted to, we got to have McCall tell us a story when she had to deal with someone who also tried to skirt, skirt the close rules for certain establishment. Yep. Maybe just maybe we can glean some information of how to get away with being pantsless in a gas station, I guess, because that's a thing from Florida or not. <laughs> AJ and McCall at VFX. When we listen to McCall talk about her run with the no shoes, no shirt violator. It was awful. So I went to a gas station that shall remain anonymous at this point because it doesn't help. It's been probably three years now <laughs> since I was there. So we're standing, waiting in line. I was filling up the station vehicle with gas at that point. And the guy that's behind the counter looks back and there was a like a cook behind me or something. He had like a case of, I think he had just a case of beer and uh, the guy looks at him and says, hey, no shoes, no shirt, no service. And the guy looked at him and said, really? I swear to you, I could have cut the tension with a knife. It was thick. Oh, it was thick. So this like guy proceeds to put down his case of beer, take off 
his shorts and put them on as like sleeves, like a like a crop top type thing. And the guy's like, you're not wearing pants. And he's like, you didn't say no pants, no shoes, no service. You said no shirt, no shoes, no service. So which is it, bud? And I sat there just mouth, I'm sure, on the floor. I'm sure I was making more of a scene than anything. What, what else are you supposed to do? I have never yeah. experienced anything like this in my entire life. So the manager comes over and she's like, you can't say that to customers. That's like a 90s thing. It's not blah, blah, blah. People can go around without their shirts on, whatever. Because the guy had like an apron on. Like he was wearing an apron like he had been cooking somewhere. So I mean, it was covering part of his top, but it wasn't covering like his sides or whatever. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I'd rather have people with pants on than not Same. pants on. Like I'm not, you're We're going to come down to it. It's not offensive to me. That's, oh my gosh, I'm so offended. That's fair. Oh no. Whatever the am I going to do is, with man stomach? The real question <laughs> is, why did that sign say no shirt, no shoes? The one that they originally concocted the whole phrase when it's like, how about uh, no, no, no shirt, no pants. Shoes we can live without for a minute. I mean, I think that one's just in case like anybody slips and falls because then, you know, there's a liability there. Shirts just <laughs> I like, not wearing any shoes. Oh my gosh. please sign this waiver. Why are you wearing, I mean, why are you wearing no shirt? Safety, I guess. But again, shirt and pants. I feel like shirt sh- pants. You can come in. I feel like shoes, no shoes ban makes more sense than no shirt ban. Wow, really? Okay, let me think about that. Because, I mean, from a liability standpoint, what's no shirt going to do? Oh my gosh, I'm so blinded. That guy's not wearing a shirt. Like, walks directly, walks directly into a fryer. Like, walks directly into a fryer. No, that's not going to happen. That's why they put it on. They're like, oh, we have too many people distracted by the gorgeous people with no shirts on. When you're in a gas... Walking into fly- fryers Again, all the time. This was a gas station. Like... Are they pouring hot nacho cheese on them? Like, what? Where's the danger? Why? Why no shirt? The longer this discussion happens, the more we're le- now it just turns into okay. What's the least amount of clothing you should have to wear to go into a gas station? Right. That's really where we're at right I now. And I'm not comfortable. You with gotta it. wear shoes. <laughs> mostly, mostly just All so right. you don't catch anything. Call says you gotta wear shoes and pants to go into a gas station. Rest optional. Whatever. That's on you, sis. <laughs> good news mccall we've come up with a solution for climate change oh it is so simple how did we not think to just move the moon oh yeah why did so we do that easy Gosh. for the sake of being polite let me just say right off the bat i have no idea if this dude was being sincere or sarcastic So I'm going to plant the seed of benefit of the doubt now because this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard before I tear him apart. AJ McCall at VFX. Sweet. So one of the things the government's trying to sort out is climate change, right? We've heard it here in Utah, right? we got the water shortage. It's been crazy hot. Right. We're trying to avoid fires. Getting ready for another one of those seasons. We've had two. It was a back-to-back record-breaking fire seasons. Yeah. I would not like to go for the trifecta. The bar's been set. It's great there. Let's lower the bar immensely. Right. Right. (laughs) There was a committee this week in which a Texas congressman said, and I quote, I was informed by the immediate past director of NASA that they have found the moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. And we know there's been significant solar flare activity. 
And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or Bureau of Land Management could do to change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? Obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. I mean, yes, but also no. <laughs> I just I just want to know. So I have no idea. I really don't. I don't know what the, the Forest Department and the Land Management Department, I have no idea what the responsibility is. I think I could guess it. I would imagine managing the moon. That's... Not up on their list of things well, they do. And last I checked, the moon is not here. So it's a little bit hard for them to be like, yes, moon. What? Yes, please go the other way. Well, Thank you. Welcome to the Bureau of Land Management. Like, so we need you to... Uh, talk to the moon. Survey, <laughs> survey the land. Keep an eye on the wildlife. And uh, we're going to send you to the moon. Can you talk to that guy that's in charge up there? Thanks. Whoa. Get me some fans. We'll call it good. What did we get put in charge of the moon? We'll blow the orbit of the moon slightly off. Look, I read a book about that in middle school. It goes bad. The moon explodes. Whoa. It does. It's uh, the time machine. That's bad. Don't do that. Yeah. We need that. That's like important for our life. Stuff's way over my head. I'm just laughing at the whole idea of asking. Like tw- twice yesterday, producer Butters asked him to. We have a department head meeting that producer Butters and I go to. Uh-huh. Twice yesterday, I asked him a question about something. Two different times, he said to me, "That's way, that's way over, that's way my, over pay my pay grade." grade. Yeah, twice no, he said that to me. No thanks. I feel like that's what this is in the meeting. Yeah. Uh huh. What? I have no idea. I, I work ya. on Earth. Yes. Not the moon. I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I'm registered for that. Good news, McCall. Though Qualified. you can, uh, you could definitely get up to the moon now and possibly be responsible for demolition. Two of your favorite things. Score. Yeah, right? I know. Let's focus on here and now on the Earth. Okay. Like park narcs, right? Yeah. Okay, so heaven forbid we start parking on the moon because I don't even know what we're going to do then, McCall. Because not only do we not have like just basic spot parking down right now, now you're going to add low gravity? I guess so. Gosh. It's terrible. Park Narks happens here on planet Earth in Cache Valley with AJ McCall at VFX. Friday means that we find out finally who is the most annoying parking spot in Cache Valley, but make sure your voice is heard, especially since it's just good to get in the pattern because a couple times a week we give away uh, free McDonald's meals just for either nominating, sending in a bad Park Nark nominee to Utah's VFX, or voting on Utah's VFX. It's social media. Yeah. Nominee number one is proof that you could show someone like, look, here's what it's supposed to look like parking lot full of perfectly parked cars they're right up to the line they're in their designated areas there's trucks there's cars there's an suv you can see i even think there's a van in the background yep you got an array to choose from and then this maroon car said right okay so that no but also stick my nose out into the driveway we're not gonna do that one (sighs) yep and then just on the complete other side of that, you're like, okay, fine. What if it, they just felt it was congested? They, they got claustrophobic. Like, I just need to breathe. I just need to breathe for nominee number one. Well, nominee number two had all the open space. Yep. Still and couldn't yet, do it. And yet, here we are. Mr. Blue Truck over here said, all right, I've got four, five, six spots to work with. Well, I don't want, I, I don't want to leave that many behind. I want, the, I want owls to feel good that their parking spot is here. I'm going to choose two. I'm yep. going to use two. So thoughtful. No. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's, it's not. Vote for which one annoys you the most. McCall, which one makes you mad? You're driving through either of these parking lots. You see it and you go, I'm gonna, I'm, idiot. I'll reiterate. I think number one is the worst just solely based on the fact that nobody is in that other parking lot in number two. Like, whatever. 
You can see some shadows, but that dude's it got at like, least four, if not six spots. It looks like early morning in, in time. Two. Yeah. So he got plenty of space. whatever. Like nobody in front of him either. Yep. At that point, it's like whatever, no big deal. You should park better, but still, you're not like hurting That's anybody. The case. Just go for the gusto and park behind the park between these two trees right here. Just park in the middle. Yeah, nobody cares. Drive in now. So, like, wait for the door to open. Then be like, oh, excuse me. I thought this was a new drive-thru we could do because of COVID. What? Yeah. Don't actually drive in. Please, please don't, don't drive please into don't anything. Drive into anything at all. It's a joke. Just a parking spot. A correctly. Joke. Now, I, unlike McCall, have, I, I wouldn't even call it theater experience. I was in a play once when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Very little acting experience. McCall done a little bit more. That being said. We're going to provide you with a dramatic reenactment of what apparently millennials are most terrified of. Us being these, it should be easy to tap into this because we should be afraid of it too, McCall. It's definitely not stupid. Oh, no. Let's put that acting paralysis of yours to work, McCall. Here's your scene. Great. AJ and McCall on VFX. You get a phone call. Let's say it's one of your lower end contacts. A family member, but not an immediate, like not in the, the tight nuclear family. AJ McCall at VFX. You miss it. You're busy. You're doing something, playing with your dogs, whatever. McCall's a busy woman. She didn't happen to look at her phone. She was in the other room. She missed it. You walk up, miss call, and go. Why the heck did they call me? I guess I better call them back. Boom. Done. <laughs> right? Apparently. Quote, unquote. I, I would like to add the asterisks. I'm sure everyone suffers from a little bit of something. I'm not making fun of anybody's trauma. I just think this is ridiculous that I saw one of the biggest fears that millennials have is returning a phone call. No. In fact, there's a phrase for it. It's called phone call anxiety. Okay. Good. Great. Sorry that people have to deal with that. That is not mine at all. No. Email anxiety. Bring that on. I know what yours is. Because... Anytime anybody's like, hey, send an email or, hey, you have to send some sort of like conflicting text message that may like hurt some people's feelings or may may come across as whatever. It's like paralyzed. We can't do that. <laughs> Not capable. Broken. I, no. I, I read that. And I'm just picturing like, what is this? Miss call. Ah! No, I just. I, I'm I'm curious which way that's skewed because like millennials are not, I hate to break it to you. Millennials are not the youngest generation right now. Okay. How dare you? Millennials are not, I'm 27. Okay. I think the youngest millennials right now are 25 question mark. So you're going to tell me the, the people who are answering the phone calls and like have jobs and like, you know, are out working. Or like, well, I don't know how to answer this phone call. I'd prefer a phone call over an email. So uh, according to a 2019 survey, 70% of millennials and 40% of baby boomers have anxious thoughts when their phones ring. Because of this, 61% of millennials compared to 42% of baby boomers would completely avoid calls. Interesting. See, I the anxious thoughts when somebody's calling, yes. Oh, yeah. I but- mean... Nobody talks on the phone anymore. So, like, somebody calls. It's I'm like, like right, oh, this is serious. Is this actually important? And then, like, one of ten times, it's right. actually something. I'm like, oh, I should answer this. Oh, yeah. This is very important. Yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't get it. And we get, you're a millennial at this point. You get it a lot, right? We ruined, we ruined the Everything. eating out experience in stores. And now we're terrified of phone. It's just, it's whatever, what's next. It's just hilarious to me that 
just like there's going to be a horror movie, right? And it's just going to be it's going to be a short film and it's going to be called Missed Call. And it's just going to be someone an idea walking here. around with a notification all day. Like, and each time they're just going to put it up to the air and go, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm writing this down. Here's, here's your twist ending, by the way. They call it and then their own phone rings. Oh, I don't like it. Wow. Okay. That's scary. Everybody's a critic. No, it's scary. But it's just a horror film. You're supposed to be terrified. Ah! Better? <laughs> no, that Uh-oh. was more. No, that was not good. Sorry. One of the dumbest things I think I've ever read. That being said, if you have phone calls, that it's fine. Like, there's a recent survey that said, what is it, one third of seniors now would much rather text than call anyway. Everybody's on board. One of the dumbest things, though, I think I've read. That being said, not to criticize your confessional, but it is good to cleanse the soul. Yes. Before we head into a weekend, especially where we all get to relax. Yeah. And apparently, according to what McCall told me, there's actually a recurring theme. To some of the confessionals this week. Oh, and they're good. That's all I needed to know. I'm not even going to ask for the first confession. I want to know what the supposed theme is. Supposed theme is jobs. Dumb things that have happened at your jobs. Oh. Oh. I mean, I, I got it. I, I, I suppose I could maybe come up with one or two things I mean, that I could contribute to the conversation. Hey, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> I just figured this is going to be the perfect thing for our Friday confessionals because there are dumb questions that get asked at jobs all the time. No. All the time. And you can't post about it on Facebook because you can't be like, here's this idiot just came in because, you know. Yeah, my favorite meme, I think, is the John Mulaney one where it's like, uh, what is it? The caption is, uh, when my friends try and add me on Facebook. Ooh, Not unless everybody gets real cool about a lot of things real quick. I know. <laughs> so some of the confessions, like take, for example, when I used to work at the bank. I used to have people that would come in and there was one in particular, a couple of just dumb questions that I used to get asked. One, can I use my Facebook as a form of identification? Uh, no, you cannot. Look, me, see? <laughs> me. Me. One Direction, XOXO, it's me. My username is this. Me. No, you can't. You can't use the Facebook. Another one was if I take out $500 from, if I come in and I take out $500, will it subtract from my account? Yes. Unless you're like robbing us, then I got to call the cops (laughs) real fast. How do you want to play this? I mean... Your choice, because I can give you $500, but if I give you $500, then you're robbing us. That's that's illegal. You can't do that. Fair. So, yeah, actually, since you mentioned Facebook start, you know that a, a old boss of mine got in trouble because he deleted. So I can't remember what it was. He was venting one day, and I don't think it was anything egregious, Yeah, but he was venting about work, and someone tattled on him. Oh, good. And, of course, so you, you hear the boss go, the boss goes, uh, we got to have a conversation. No. So you panic, right? Cause of course. That's never good. It's in your brain. You've not, like, you've, I don't know. Unless somebody's been fired a bunch of times, you've very rarely been in trouble. Every time you're like, well, this is it. I'm fired. Usually no news is good news yeah. when it comes I'm to done. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it, the boss told him it was, uh, boss told him it was not a big deal, ultimately, so it worked out. But the big thing that it, the reason it finally got shoved into a meeting is he vented, he got tattled on. So then in response, he deleted a bunch of people that he was like, these people aren't cool. 
So that he left yeah, the okay. co-workers he liked. And then he went Fine. in and he pleaded his case because I'd like to think, right, he's going to come in and he's going to go down swinging. And he's like, look, I don't have to be friends with everybody on Facebook. It's my personal thing. blah blah, And it went fine. But he was right. I mean, I once got in trouble at one of my first full-time jobs because there was a girl there nobody liked. And she complained she didn't have any friends. Stop being a douche and we'll be friends with you. But then they, we had a meeting and the owner, for whatever reason, is like, all right, so we got to make an extra effort to be friends with, with Chloe. And I'm like, ha. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, what is no for a thousand, please? No thanks. No thanks. Uh, we've got some messages coming in again. You can you can respond uh, via text message or Instagram or Facebook or whatever at Utah's VFX. Uh, they said my first job was at Arby's and I had someone come through and ask if there were real horses in the horsey sauce. No, that's <laughs> horseradish. Okay. To be fair, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I also asked this question once upon a time. How many horsies are in here? But I was like six, see, maybe. See, that's okay. This was a grown-up. They were paying for it. Uh, this one, uh, mushroom burger. Does so? Does this have mushrooms on it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. They do have you, mushrooms just, on it. You just what? What do you say to that? To that? Customer service worker, when that when that's the question, be like, look, take it, take take a ten, take have a here's a here's a sandwich on the house. Hold up, somebody just sent us a message and said that one of the dumbest questions that they got when they were working at the bank was, when is Winston Churchill going to be put on the presidential dollar coins? <laughs> what in the hell? Oh my gosh! What? Those blasted British loyalists. They're still here. I can't get over this. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> I, I got, I have, wor- words escape me. Words, words escape. I got nothing. This is one of my favorite Friday confessionals. <laughs> and now, in limited release, the Winston Churchill U.S. presidential dollar. <laughs> He wasn't a one of those. For those that no, no, he's British. Yeah, <laughs> clarity's sake. It's the summertime, <laughs> but history lesson. He was the PM in in Great Britain oh. during World War II. Oh my gosh! Oh. Wow. Oh, I'm dying. okay. My oh. brain may have actually like melted. I saw it. I watched it. I watched it happen real time. So. Uh, the answer to the question, what I used to be good at, might actually be any uh, anything. anything, everything, all the things. Once upon a time, something. Now, nothing at all. Cool. I don't want to sound like that old guy, but I did turn thirty-two this year, so you know, I might as well just lean into that one. I mean, why not? And just be like, well, back in my day, I mean, let me tell you, I used to be able to function throughout an entire day without really feeling the need for a nap. Right. AJ and McCall for the outrageous group debate today. On VFX, there's a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of rose-colored glasses, but for whatever reason, maybe just maybe something that used to be good at you, maybe you still have the ability to pick it up, you just ran out of time, you became a parent, you got married, you had a job, you know, the stupid stuff that is adult life. Yeah, being a grown-up and whatnot. Again, I, I don't know how I did it. I used to be able to function, heck, on a rare occasion, if I decided not to sleep for 24 hours, I used to be able to pull it off. Yeah, I don't get that. I'm up for 10 now, and I'm like, maybe I sneak a nap in before That's tonight. That's me. That's me. How I feel the I use, same way. How did I do that? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I stay up past, like, mm, 10-ish, and I hate my life. So that's the, the question. The question is, 
what did you used to be? Or I swear I am. Maybe nobody's ever seen it. Maybe you can still be great at it. You just don't call on it very often. Um, I bought a volleyball. Side note. Sort of side note. I bought a volleyball because I missed playing. Fair. Um, And I have no idea if I even still can. Like, I think I can. I think I'm capable of it. But at the same time, I'm also slightly worried that I'm going to break myself if I try and play. Well, I mean, breakers, well, it is you. I was going to say, yeah. don't go diving around, but then I was like, that's a call. No, I will. So the things she's not supposed to hurt herself with are generally the things she's going to hurt herself with. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that, that's about it. That's about all I got. <laughs> I once upon a time, I swear to goodness, used to be able to run a six mile, six under a sub six. Let's try this again. A sub six mile. Here we go. Nice. Used to be able to do that. I am have no idea how that was possible. I remember when I was in like sixth grade, I ran like a six minute mile, sixth or seventh grade, and I ran it, and I was like, "Cool, now I never have to do this again because I did it once." Mine, mine went like this. It was in middle school. It was butterball, butterball, nothing, 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 nothing. High school, sort of a little bit better. Then there was like a there's a stretch like sophomore year. Where I ran a sub six mile in vans, like not the yeah. slip ons, right. like the big, like the etnies, right? With an with exploded shoelace because I forgot to bring shoes. I ran a sub six miles in those, and I was like, "When did that happen?" I am a track star, and then just downhill. Oh yeah, like I, I it peaked and I felt it immediately, and then it was like, "All right, cool, moment to shine, done." And <laughs> don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> Over. Yep. It's like I didn't even get to enjoy it. I didn't even get to enjoy it. I feel like I nobody used... ever believes that story. By the way, people like people that were there, the friends, kind... sorry, yeah, that were there were like, no, you didn't. I was like, I did. You were there. I, you were in the vicinity of me. Yeah, I. It's always that kind of stuff's always funny because I feel like everybody has at least once at that point. You know what I mean? And it's like you hit it one one time, and then afterwards, it's like, mm, nah, we've reached our goal. Ah, Done. there it is. Yep. I feel like I used to play the piano growing up. I did not know that. Surprise, but I used to play. I don't even know if I'd be any good at it anymore or if, because it's been, I mean, years. I think I stopped when I was like 12 or 13. Well, probably older than that, but I stopped taking lessons when I was like 12. I used to play the euphonium is what I shall call it, the baritone in band. Played all through middle school, all through high school. I was decent. I'm not like I was. I think I was above average. I wasn't anything superb. Right. I think I could have played in college, but then I had a band director who was like, "This is the most important thing." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "It's not." And then he kept doing that, and then I was like, "I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it anymore." Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what happened. Yep. I went. To, I was gonna go to college, and I thought about it because they they don't have a music school at Purdue. They used to not. I think they started one. Very good chance I can tell you the story. The reason they don't is super stupid. Uh, but they they have scholarships for it because they have band program. Right. And he was like, you got to you gotta play there. You could blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, if I could get scholarships, it kind of would make sense to do it. And you got to do it. You gotta, this is most important. Music, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yep, that's it. I'm yep, done. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. No more. You told me to do it. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> that's completely how I responded. Yep. For the Automations Group debate to date. Uh, so speaking of things you used to, uh, yesterday I was out with some people and the conversation came up about what people can and can't taste since COVID has hit. Yeah. Someone might have hit the jackpot of things they can't smell. Let you decide. Okay. But I want to know what the favorite smells are. COVID has changed some things for some people, including flavors and smells. Actually, you came up yesterday in department head meeting because we were talking about peanut butter somehow. Oh, I, I wandered into a conversation. And we started discussing it. Uh-huh. We call can't eat peanut butter. Nope. 
Tastes like metal. It's like acid metal flavor. It's terrible. Awful. Sympathy. Thoughts thoughts and prayers. Thank you. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate at eight. Uh, Yesterday, I found out from someone at a graduation party and a whole thing I went to. Someone there said that since they got COVID, they are unable to smell. Let's see. What's the nice way to put this? Flatulence. Uh Uh-huh. And when you when someone goes number two. Oh dang. It's just, it's weird the things that are like filtered out almost. Cause like for me, onions has been one that is overpowering. Right. Beyond overpowering. And that's the worst. But that not a terrible. So terrible that's option. that's what the discussion then because they were talking about talking about it uh-huh. so then the discussion around the group became oh well that's is that the best version of it because obviously everybody's kind of encountered maybe one person or right. heard a story of someone who's encountered something and everybody's like that's great or whatever and the person who had was like nah i i kind of wish i had it so i was aware of what was going on i mean yeah like for your own sake probably but uh and I was like, this is a weird sentence. Someone basically just said, no, I wish I could smell flatulence. I really do. I wish I could. But I was like, oh, this I, is no, weird. No, you shouldn't wish so, that. <laughs> from, from that smell, pleasant smells, favorite smells, because apparently uh, we've taken them for granted. Yes. And some people may have lost the abilities to smell some of their favorite things. Or in McCall's case, I don't want to say onions were your favorite, but you can't stand them. They're now. just. They were tolerable. And now they're. The smell of them is just like overbearing so i have a um one of my favorite smells from like scentsy that i ended up picking up um it's always been my favorite i stocked up on it and it is it so i know to buy it out next time it's it's a bring back my bar one i don't know that they have it anymore it's hemingway is what the smell is it's really nice interesting it's a really nice uh what does hemingway smell like it's like kind of like i don't know how to explain it kind of like musky but like not i don't know anyway it's not heavy it's like a lighter smell so but it has some of the distinct smells to it like onions do now for me and so i can't use it because it smells like it stinks so much yeah it does it stinks it literally it's awful (laughs) i can't put it in my burner sweet oh that's the worst so your favorite smells you know that meme that's always like it's it's that dude with the it's the blonde dude with the beard he's always the guy and sometimes it's like what girls do and what guys do and there's the one that was my parents in their twenties. Let's buy a house, a car, and a jet ski. Me in my twenties. I'll never financially recover from this. It's like a fast Buys a food. candle. <laughs> yeah. So there was one the other day. It was like, what girls think? And they're smelling a bunch of flowers and stuff. Like, oh, they smell lovely. And then it's what guys think. He's got the gas pump up to his nose. Oh like, my god, man, this is fire. This is the greatest. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because most people do not deny it. Do it like nice. the smell of petrol. It smells. It smells nice. It's it's a thing. I don't know what it is, but it's a thing. Yeah, my favorite my favorite smell is no longer. So McCall, I like laundry. All needs new smell. Laundry which smells good. Which is ironic because you don't like doing it. No, I hate doing what it. What a catch twenty two. It's the worst. I love <laughs> it when it's done, but I hate doing it. All right, McCall now needs new favorite smells. Problem is, is that I find these new favorite smells and I'm like, oh. And then COVID ruined. It. Then COVID ruined it. <laughs> so go it up on uh, our Instagram. It'll just be a fill in blank. What is your, very simply? What's your favorite smell? Because McCall needs a new one, and then uh, maybe this will turn into a fun experiment. Like, what has COVID ruined? Or maybe you'll find something you haven't ever smelled before, and you'll think it's great, and that's not actually what it smells like. Yeah. That would be all sorts of confusing. Yeah. I don't even know how you keep track of that. You just don't. (laughs)
I give up. I like what COVID tells me that this smells like. It's like that theory in the Matrix. Why? Maybe that's why everything tastes like chicken. Because the Matrix didn't know what to do, so it just made everything taste like chicken except chicken. Maybe you broke through the Matrix. McCall. Maybe. This point by now, everybody knows, right? Friday's confessional Friday. We get stuff off our chest. And I feel a little bit bad, but I thought this was funny because a memory came up on my Facebook that I wanted to talk about, about how a certain coworker caused me more car damage than I needed because it was also the reason I was late for work a bunch of days in a row. Anniversary of a certain, certain memory came up. Shortly after I got here, you know what happened? My car fell apart. Oh, that's AJ McCall VFX. So I, I, had to, I drove across country yes. from Indiana. Fun fact, that's where I'm from. What? And it's like 1,500 miles. I made it here, which was great because my tires, not shortly after getting here, popped. Okay. One of them went down. But I didn't know what it was because luckily, I'm, I'm glad to say I've dealt with a flat tire now actually three times in my life. Great. So it was, was super cold out and I'm driving and you're sure. What, what is that? Turns out I had a flat tire. So I'm late to work. Shocker, right? Love that. So a coworker comes and helps me. This is so stupid. This just, just can, if I just tell you, you could chalk this up for car part or not. Will you not laugh at me nearly as much as you're about to? Sure. I don't even want to look at you. Okay, fine. Don't look at so, me. So I've got a flat tire in a co- certain coworker who no longer works here goes, you know, I think it'll be okay if you drive it to this mechanic shop that's a couple blocks away. Okay. And I go, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I, I think it'll be fine. Great. Okay, I guess. So I did. Uh, ruined. Spoiler alert. It's not okay. It's not ruined. It's terrible. You, need, you have to, you have to, yep. Okay. Do not do it. No. Destroyed my axle. Yeah. Which I then had to fix. So then I just flat out didn't have a vehicle. Okay. So here I am <laughs> relatively new in the job and I'm like, hey, so you know how all jobs like tell you the one requirement is you should have basic transportation? Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I did, and now I don't. I had it. Like it's it's, uh, it's here. It's gone though. I just don't have it. She's she's out. She need a fiver. Yes. That wasn't even crazy. Like that happened. Yeah, it did. Though, to be honest with you, vehicles have caused quite a, a bit of a delay in my working here. Like mm-hmm. I drove off the mountain. I don't think I missed any work for that. I didn't. I got a rental car and came back. But when my belt exploded in Boise, I missed yeah, a day of work day. for that because I was like, hey, uh, so my car just decided, nah, bro, we're good. We out. I missed a day because I got stuck in Boise because my serpentine belt exploded. Yep. But I figured since it was confessional Friday, we can talk about the crazy excuses, right? We start off talking about the guy who got fired from his job because he took a sick day, went out to a bar, and his work was like, you can't do that. And then he said... But I'm where, not so sure you're right. Where does it say that? And Nowhere. Then he sued them and he won. Yeah. Craziest excuse for being late. Craziest reason, excuse me, for being late. Mm, people have had to wait for like ducks to cross the road, you know? So it's like, hey, that sorry. That's in my hometown I know. too. And it, that's the thing. People are like, yeah, I had to wait for Just one terrible road. Ducks. I'm sorry. The geese. Yep. Because I can't. I'm not going to hit them. I'm not going to hit them. Just, just got to wait for them to cross the road and let them do their thing. Uh, I was once late because I got stuck behind a funeral procession. That's the worst. Yeah. You can't do anything about that. No. Like, I wanted to. I was in college, so I was like, he's dead. Like, let me. I'm alive. My life is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys ain't getting anywhere in a hurry. I got to go to work. Oh, my gosh. Actually, the first time I got a flat tire, ironically enough, same job. 
Uh, I didn't know what happened. I was driving, and then again, you hear the whoa, 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 and I'm like, I'm not driving on the the vibrator thing. Right. It was like, what is happening? I found I had a flat tire. I have no idea what to do because I am me. (laughs) So I called. I called the front office because there was a front desk lady, and I was like. And nobody picked up. And I left the voicemail. And I was like, hey, I have a flat tire. But I should have. Nobody had checked that. And they were and then they were mad because I didn't call around. And I was like, well, I had a flat tire on a, not interstate, but like a state road. Right. So, like, it's not a slow road. And I had no idea what to do. Like, I, I guess I, I'm sorry. I'm late because of incompetence. <laughs> I got a flat tire and then went, uh. I'm sorry. Dad. Mom. Dad, what do I do? Hey. Help. So you know how all four tires are supposed to be flat or full? Right. They're, they're not. So three of them are doing that, but one of them is like, no, bro. It says, it says absolutely not. So really, the moral of the story is cars are responsible for a lot of my professional tardiness. Right. Not AJ not checking them beforehand. No, solely no. the cars it, themselves. The car all of a sudden just decided, you know what? Mental health day. No. Nope. <laughs> right in the middle of driving, it was like, yep, we're going to have a flat tire. It definitely <laughs> didn't happen before he left. No. No. Cars are responsible for work. Yep. Lateness. Full circle. I there it know. is. I, I, I just had that epiphany. I did not realize it before. You never knew. Now, asking McCall about school stuff is... Awful. Don't do it. <laughs> I was going to say awful. I was going to say you got to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt because I feel like she's normally going to revolt against it anyway. Correct. But I went to a graduation last night. It was from Bridgerland. Okay. And it took me to flashbacks of getting into a certain argument with my parents about who really, who really enjoys the graduation more. Nobody. (laughs) We've entered the stretch of summer that I'd like to say is like, you're like, oh, let me just peek around this corner and see if there's new music. And it's like, music. It's true. Everybody wants to be the song of the summer. Maroon 5 just dropped their new album. Yep, they've got Jordy out right now. I swear to you, I don't know how I became signed up for their super cool club or whatever, but they send me notifications like, hey, AJ, by the way, and I'm Heads like, up. cool guys. Yeah. Nice. AJ told me about it like way in advance, and I was like, really? How did you know that? Uh, I can't uh, find it anywhere. And I'm he's a like, Maroon 5 insider. I'm in a club. Apparently. I don't know how Insiders. I got in there. I wandered in somewhere, and I was like, oh, this is not that terrible. And I was like, okay, as far as Colts go, I can live with this one. Yeah, I'm good with so this So I stayed. One. This is cool. AJ McCall on VFX. Um, so here's the question. Okay. Who wants graduations more? Nobody. <laughs> Those aren't the choices. There oh. was not a C, nobody. <laughs> Sorry. It was parents or students. Are your parents. two options. Parents. The reason I asked, I went to a graduation at Bridgeland. And it was great and so proud and graduation. Right, for sure. Woo! For everybody in the audience, it is a long time to sit there yep. to cheer for your person at the end when they get a little piece of paper. Right. Which is uh, great. I mean, I'm, it's a good thing. Uh, yes. And I'm not saying there can't be a little bit of pomp and circumstance, but why does there need to be so many speeches? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't want to walk in high school. I was never going to win that fight. Right. I wasn't even legal at that point. So there was just no way in heck that I was going to get away with that one. Right. But I joined the uh, commencement band. So I actually got to sit next to my best friend for like two of the three hours that we were there. So it was tolerable. Yeah. When I graduated in college, I actually graduated during the summer. So it was a low, it was a smaller, smaller quote unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah. Commencement. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And my friends, you got to do, you got to walk. It's such a big accomplishment. 
which is fair. I took seven years, so it was a long time coming. I was like, I don't want to do it. It's going to take forever. Yeah. Like, no, you got to do it. So I got to sit there for four hours. Right. To walk across. And with college commencements, at least for Purdue, because it's bigger, like they read all the names, but they just flash them on a screen. They just read them. You like, you don't get to stop in a little moment or anything. Right. They're it's like, just, we got we to turbo this. We had to fit in 75 speeches beforehand. Go. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't need to do that. No. You, I could have put on the cap and gown and taken pictures later. Send me the PowerPoint. We'll call it good. My brother, my brother lost that argument as well. Really? Yeah. When he graduated from Purdue, he's like, I'm not. He he had three different ceremonies because of his stupid program. So we all went to the one at, at IUPUI. But he was like, I don't want to walk at Purdue. And they're like, You got to walk at Purdue. It's a big deal. We've all graduated. He's like, I don't want to do it. I've already had one graduation. I don't need two. He did. He lost the argument. But that's why the question is. Who is who is graduation more for, the student or the parents? I want to say it's like for the student, but at the same time, it, it's more so for like the parents for the That's celebration. Insane. So, got to do it anyway. In high Sorry. school, I get walking because it's fun. Yeah, your friends, your family, your yeah. Post that. I I just the appeal is not worth. Like, cut down on the speeches, and we can talk about this again. No, my commencement was four hours. Mm-hmm. It was four freaking hours. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have just invested a ton of money and time into this, and you're like, all right, one more time. The only thing that would have made it even worse is they had a collections box on the way out. They're like, since you're leaving, you know, if you got to spare some change while you're leaving for the university. Hey, could you just, uh, I don't know, could you just take that $400 and put it into a flight for me? Thanks. Seriously. The joke is that, of course, you become part of the Alumni Association once you leave, and then they they waste no time. Correct. Like, in all honesty. Hey, thanks for graduating. I'm sure that's on the way out. The second your ceremony's over, they're like, eh, done. Get in the mail. Get in the mail. Come on. Come on. Go, go, Get in the mail. We need money from them. Let's go. Yep. (sighs) Cut down on the speeches. Then we can talk. The answer's no. Then we can talk. They're not going to. They're not going to. It's going to get longer. Soon commencements will be, like, all day affairs. Already are, right? I heard Mountain Crest, the way they did it, I think this year, and it was an adaption they had for COVID, is they gave everybody blocks. Hmm. So, like, you were, if you were between, like, I don't know, your last name started with GA all the way to, like, JA. I don't like that. You don't like that? No, because I'd like to be with, like, my friends and stuff when I'm graduating from high school. Well, you can meet them later. This is just for the part where you get your diploma stuff. Like, here's your hour. You get to show up, blah, 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 blah. You're so great. Everything they did was amazing. This class, unlike the other 75 classes before, they were so, I was so touched and they have such a passion. And all the other stuff that we say, and who knows which one the real one was, because it can't all be true. Oh, by the way, all right, let's do your diplomas. No, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Call says no. Mountain Crest, get better. Oh, I did not say that. That's what you said. This is how I end up getting fired from my job. McCall said, AJ put words into my I mouth. I Mount Crest idea, and I was like, that's nah, dumb. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm freaking out. Stop it. How is it possible that a state that is fake could be the hangriest? On top of that, McCall and I think figured out why this area has such insufferable drivers. <laughs> yeah. it, they're all related. Yep. Just eat more for Pete's sake, but not while you're driving, because that actually is the reason why a certain other state has such an issue. Yep. That's in like six minutes on VFX. Time to figure out who the worst parker in Cash Valley is this week with Florida. Oh, Florida. That, that was Darks. Florida. Park Narks with AJ and McCall on VFX. Nominee number one is the one where this Maru car sees all these prime examples of good parking and decides, nah, it's too claustrophobic. I, need, I just need to breathe. I'm going to get out of here. I want. And then nominee number two 
is a truck that has all the space in the world, but then decides, well, no, 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 no there's so much space here, I could just stretch my legs a little bit and take up a bunch of extra spots. Yeah. And you said the one that annoyed you the most was? I thought it was number one, just because there's more people that are there. Generally, that's the benefit of the doubt. We've seen Park Narc voters try to try to be understanding. Ironically enough, no. Really? Crushing defeat for nominee number two. Wow. Shocked me as well. Does that mean that people have less of a problem with cars sticking their nose out where you like drive through to park and park? Probably, which is fine. I mean, I'm sure the reason why I'm sure it's because like they want to make sure that, oh, no, well, you know, what if maybe they needed to put something in the back or, you know, maybe they were finding some kind of justification for it that way. Then move it when you're back already. There's nobody in this because they're parked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my answer as well. But Congratulations know. to Narker number two. They found the most annoying parking spot in Cash Valley. So they're going to win a pair of McDonald's gift cards. They're going to win an Aquatech car wash. Submitting Park Nark nominees gives you a chance to actually win three different times because you could win McDonald's for submitting. You could be up, obviously, for the competition between the two worst parking spots in Cash Valley this week. And then we do the tournament at the end of the year, which has bigger prizes. So find bad parking safely. Take a picture and send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. Congratulations again to Narker number two. Another winner uh, all going on uh, all next week as well is our Father's Day gift card giveaway. Yesterday, Andrew won a $50 gift card to the uh, to Bluebird Candy for mm-hmm. Dad. Today's $50 gift card is Smithfield Implement. Congratulations to Matthew Carey. Woo! Woo! Way to go, Matthew. $50 gift card for him. You can get signed up as well. It's really easy. Go to utahsvfx.com. It's under the contest drop-down menu right there. We got fifty dollars gift cards every day next week to the Sportsman Kabuki uh, Japanese Steakhouse, Coppins Hallmark. Get signed up utahsvfx.com, where of course you can also stream us online anytime and find the links, the socials, the apps, everything. Utahsvfx.com. Make you laugh, make you be inspired, make you think. The goal of VFX is Facebook roulette, and it comes from you. It's people giving back to the people. That's what we're here for. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find and add us on Facebook. Like, comment, and share on one of our favorite posts. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Jennifer's post. It says, I can tolerate most people this long, pointing down to a packet of fruit fruit stripes. I love fruit stripes. Yeah, but they last like four and a half That's seconds. That's the whole point. I land my friend Brittany says, is there like financial aid for concert tickets? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. Actually, ironically enough, I was talking to someone the other day. They were asking about the conference in Chicago. Uh-huh. Fallout Boy is going to be performing that Sunday night. No, they're not. Yeah, at Wrigley Field Do in Chicago. Do not tell me that right they now. They are. I can, I'm going to tell you something else real quick. It's going to save the whole decision for you. It's $300 to sit in the nosebleeds. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. That relieves <laughs> so my soul. like... I was like, ah, nope. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wanted to, but. Not worth it. Nah, nah. nah you can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Utah's VFX. You see bad parking, get it entered in so you can win free McDonald's. Uh, you can compete for more McDonald's and car washes with Aquatech Car, wa- uh, Aquatech car Wash with Park Narcs. Get signed up, utahsvfx.com, under the contest section for the Father's Day gift card giveaway. we got five more left to give, one each day next week. AJ and McCall, a video came out this morning. You have trouble dealing with compliments. I'm not going to say it helps, it just commiserates. Yeah, it does. There's others out there like you. Right. We love it. She said sarcastically. I love it. I watched it over, and I still feel uncomfortable.
AJ Shift 7 McCall. That's AJ Ampersand McCall on your keyboard. Shift 7 to find uh, all the podcasts, anywhere podcasts are. And, of course, uh, the after show today, we're on Twitch. If you haven't followed, found us, etc., please and thank you. And I think that's about it. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the reprieve from the scalding hot weather because it's going to last about a day and a half. I'll be back. We'll Wonderful. be back. Woo. Woohoo. So until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.